are now listening to The Pit Radio, the most politically incorrect podcast in the nation. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to be a part of the conversation. What's going on, everybody? This is Austin Patterson. This is another episode of The Pit, episode 7. We are getting into it today. It is February 9th on a Saturday. Uh, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. It's going to be mostly gun-related, gun control, um, all things to do with guns. Um, and for the first time ever this year, we have a guest. Um, we call him B-Drizzle, or uh, what was the other one we call you? Brian? Byron. Byron. For whatever His reason. name is Byron. No, my name's Brian. Byron Darake. Drake. <laughs> What's up, dude? How's Not much. How just, are you doing? Just do, doing good. So, uh, what are you uh, looking at? Uh, uh, what do you do? What do you do for, for a living? What's your... What's your uh, so, I work actually for Austin Patterson at Ink Theory. Um, custom apparel. Yeah, we do all kinds Pretty of stuff. Pretty cool. We do yeah. a lot of stuff. Banners included. Yeah, it's a cool deal. I uh, wanted to get Brian in here. I was having a hard time recording this episode, and uh, I feel like it's a it's kind of a fun one. Gun gun control and things like that. Do you know yep. um, about the current stuff that's going on as far as New Mexico gun laws are concerned? Uh, I know that they're trying to get like a lot more background checks and stuff into play for sure. Gotcha. What's your What's your overall opinion on gun control? Slash gun laws as it relates to just just, just how it is right life. now, like how the laws are now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. They're kind of loose right now because I know you can just go to like any pawn shop or like gun show and pretty much just walk out if you pay with cash. I know that's kind of a thing right now. Have um, you have you done that before? I haven't done this. I've I've been to these gun shows though. Like I've seen this happen because they are required by law to. Do background, background checks. checks, yeah. I. Huh. Well, yeah, the reason I ask is because um, today a bill passed in the House and is now on its way to the Senate where it would make uh, it a crime to sell a firearm without conducting a background check hmm. under any circumstances, not just the dealers. Even like... Even giving it to your cousin. family member. Or even giving it, you still have to go through a background check. And the reason and the, the 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 way it has to go down is like when you're making this transaction, you have to go to a gun dealership or a gun dealer, like a a registered store. dealer. Yeah. yeah, and you have to meet that person there, and you both have to do the background check every time. Um, and so this just huh. went through. Um, I don't think it's like necessarily a bad idea that we're trying yeah. to. Uh, control or a, a cut down on things I think that hurt people. They're trying to just have an account of who has what guns. Yeah, yeah. Like, it seems like that's what that's for. And, like, I mean, obviously to keep guns out of other people's hands, but I see how, I see the idea behind that, but realistically... I think it's a good idea, and I think it's, like, a moral argument to be able to right. control these... Uh, tools that hurt that can hurt that are dangerous they really are they're dangerous as long as they're uh if they're not respected if they're just used right. as some any other tool they're 
they're like a car, realistically. Cars, yeah. in a lot of aspects, uh, are a tool that we use to get around, but are very dangerous. Yeah. You have to be responsible when you're using them and things like that. The only problem with the the gun thing is it's way harder to get a gun than it is a car. And in my opinion, a car is way more dangerous. Right. We have a lot more stupid people. There's a... Uh, I know, like, in a lot of... Like, my very conservative upbringing, my father always taught me that, like, a rifle is no different than the materials used to make a hammer. A hammer, you could build a house or build... But a gun, you could shoot for fun, you could hunt with, you can do a lot of different things you could defend yourself with. You could also kill people with it, just yeah. like you can with a hammer. Yeah, there's a lot of things so. that go into a gun. It's a... Uh, at the end of the day, um, I think it comes down to, I, I think on both sides of the aisle, everybody wants to be uh, morally right about this and wants to be, uh, I guess, morally responsible mm-hmm. um, for things that happen involving these things. The only problem I have with it is that they're not realistic a lot of times, these these laws that they make. Um, and basically the underlying factor as to why I don't, believe that gun control legislation is a good thing um, is it just inhibits the people that are using them responsibly and are following mm-hmm. the rules in the first place. The other, right. the, like the concept of gun control is to prevent bad people from obtaining these tools to right. hurt people easier. Mm-hmm. Um, but the funny thing is about all that is that the criminals that these laws are made to prevent from getting them don't care about right. these laws. So that, it's kind of like the realist idea of it. That like the in my opinion, like the logical, like the actual situation that's happening, it's almost like like it's already sunken so deep guns in the public. Yeah. That it, even if they created laws right now, people who wanted to get their hands on guns, I think very easily maybe not I mean, I think sometimes we overreact and think that they could just walk down the park and ask someone for a gun and they can get it. But, I mean, it's not well, it's like far out of other... reach for people to get, you know? like Well, drugs are also illegal. Right. And people get those all the time. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of uh, one of those things that these laws are not preventing. The, the laws don't do anything for anybody, uh-uh. realistically. They do um, make it so that we can charge these people when they are caught. It makes it so that we are able to put them away. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's not going to prevent somebody from doing something bad. Right. They can do. Anybody can do anything. And well, this is the problem with freedom, but it's also the point of freedom. Anybody can do anything. And um, it, when it gets to laws like these where, you know, say you have a family member or someone that you know that has multiple guns. He's been collecting guns for his entire life. He, he's got his father's guns. who has his father's guns. It's almost like... Like, you're putting a dilemma at their hands, like, because now they have to go through this whole process for every single, you know, to them that could be a piece of history, but you're now claiming it as a weapon of mass destruction. When I, really, why is it his responsibility to go through all that when those his guns in his house aren't ever going to hurt anybody? Yeah, and, and deep down, I think kind of like more of a philosophical point on it is... Um, the reason that we want to be able to keep our guns as as a conservative like myself, the reason I believe that we should have guns is not necessarily... I mean, it, the, the practical sense is to protect myself and my family from intruders. I think a lot of people can relate to that. A lot of people argue that we shouldn't um, take our lives in our own hands. 
And I don't agree with that. I think that you absolutely should, and you should not have to rely on the police to do stuff in exactly. certain situations. Because a lot of times, these accidents, then these like when criminal when a criminal breaks into your house and you're defending yourself, um, you you could get a gun and like if you have it with you under your bed or what or whatnot in a mm-hmm. matter of seconds. If you didn't have a gun in that situation, you weren't allowed to have a gun, and your only protection was the police. It's it's over. They're not going to be there. Yeah, yeah. especially I mean. And that's the, that's more of the practical argument, but I don't think that's yeah. the one that I'm trying to really make. Um, the biggest argument and the reason why the Second Amendment exists is to have leverage over our government as a as a right. populace, <clears throat> and that's kind of the the main point of the Second Amendment. Maybe a lot of people don't agree with it now and think everybody's kind of responsible, like the government does think on our behalf or whatnot. Mm-hmm. I would disagree with that, but that's a d- different point to yeah, argue. That's a whole um, other. And it's more on the idea that this is our practical way of of keeping the government in check. And it, it's not. It's, it's I'm kind of presenting it as a threat to the government <laughs> in a way, which is not really. I mean, it's kind of that's how it is, mm-hmm. but it's not like the best argument to use in these situations. But the it's kind of like the that's why. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's kind of like more on the philosophical side of things. Why we had it in the first place, and then. It is a lot of people make the arguments. Well, the founding fathers didn't think that we had um, that we would have these kind of guns and these capabilities nowadays. Like, like times have changed, technology have changed, and things like that. Right. But I don't think the Second Amendment, in my opinion, was written based on the type of weapons we had of that day. Well, even right now, they do have like you. It's illegal to own a fully automatic weapon. Yeah, and, and it's it something illegal. that's commonly. Yeah. I think can be easily confused and manipulated by the media that, oh, this guy shot up these people with a fully automatic rifle when realistically it was a semi-automatic rifle, which, I mean, like automatically reloads the bullet for you, but there's only one bullet per per trigger pull, you know? Yeah, there's more deaths by handguns yeah. than even See? automatics and stuff like that. And that's maybe right. it is partly due to the fact that they are illegal, but maybe it's also... The fact that uh, more people die from falling down the stairs per year than, than like, it's just a fact of life yeah. that people are well, going to misuse things that are exactly. available to them. Um, <laughs> that that's, brings me to a point. I just looked up some statistics. Um, so 40,000 people died last year from gun-related accidents, homicides, suicides, things like that. That makes up point zero zero nine. Uh, percent of a percentage point. Dang. Of, like, <laughs> of, population or deaths? Of the population. Of the population, okay. Yeah, of total deaths. Um, so it says uh, fa- people that died by fall, falling, not necessarily downstairs, but just falling right. in general, um, was pretty much the same amount. It was 36,000 people died by falling last year. And I think this is... This is one of those cases where the media blows things way out of proportion. I think we use guns as a crux, a crux for a bigger issue, and mm-hmm. that issue has to do with the amount of crazy individuals. This is another concept, but as soon as the insane, as soon as it was politically incorrect to have an insane asylum, things got really bad mentally, like health, mental health-wise. Um, I'm not necessarily advocating that we should bring them back or whatever but i do think Mm -hmm. it was it was a smart idea to have crazy people 
treated as crazy people instead of now they're right. they're being treated as to murderers. Into but, people, well, yeah. yeah, the people that would have been in the insane asylums, a lot of the murderers nowadays, a lot of the mass shooters are clinically crazy, like clinically proven to be crazy. And um, if they were in an insane asylum at the beginning, they would have been prohibited from doing the act in the first mm-hmm. place. Um, but now it's politically incorrect to call people crazy or commit them to that. Prior to Austin. doing something outrageous. Yeah, yeah. Like this. it was yeah. a way to prevent it in the first place. Um, I think Austin just got here. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, so there's a lot of stuff to talk about on this issue. And there's Austin Wade there. He just Are you came doing in. A podcast? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about gun control. Bro, literally, <laughs> I was just at McDonald's, okay? Yeah. This is actually perfect for this, okay? Okay. <laughs> Somebody just got freaking shot at the gas station right next door. What? what? Yes. Literally, I was in line. Just and, now? Okay, listen to this. So, in the time... We have breaking news right here Breaking on the news, okay? Albuquerque. Yeah, Broadway and Lomas. Okay, I was at McDonald's there. Uh-huh. And, um... So, I order my food. Then, I see, like, two cops show up to the gas station there. And I was like, hmm, that's weird. Five seconds later, you hear a shot go off inside the store. Okay? What? Golly. Then, alright, like, maybe... I don't know. By the time I paid, there's like 20 cops. Holy All of them cow. with their like rifles out and like parked outside of the thing, and uh, or parked outside of the gas station, and they were like blocking off the street and everything. Here, like, <laughs> you can post some of these photos. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So it just happened. Yeah, literally just happened. <laughs> also, are you talking about? I assume the state legislator. Yeah, that's kind of what brought it up. Yeah. Okay. That's insane. Look, so here's, like, first step. This was, like, not quite freaking out yet. Like, officer was there, and then shots were fired, like, five seconds later, and you've got streets blocked off. Oh, my god! And all this stuff. What the <laughs> but heck? But all I could think about was pretty much, like, there's no time for the cops to do anything. Like, <laughs> literally, like, I mean, I thought you were going to shave that. <laughs> Austin just saw Brian's beard. It just got shaved today. Anyway. <laughs> He's a different um, person. Anyway, his name is Byron. He looks, he looks like Bam Margera now. No, like, a, like a younger, better looking Bam Margera. Wow. Anyway, um, so literally all I was thinking though was like, you know, everybody that says like, oh, why don't you just call the cops if something's going down? That's a prime example. Cops were there before the shots were fired. Okay? Someone still and, got shot. And somebody, well, I, I mean, I guess it, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll find out in the news if somebody yeah. got shot or not. But shots were fired after the cops were already on scene. Huh. So, so is it the person or the gun <laughs> that's responsible? <laughs> well, also, you know, I, I'm pretty sure I would want a gun in that situation. I don't know. That's don't know. crazy. You know, maybe that's just me. I prefer to not die. Well, right and, now, but well, like that kind of it kind of pro- like. Do you think that guy was legally holding that? Like, do you think that I, guy? I'm assuming not, but that's a that's a assumption. It, yeah, it is assumption. But at the end of the day, if that guy is. I'm they sure legally, that won't show up in the media, so yeah. we'll never know. If They're not going to advertise that this was a stolen gun. Listen, like that's kind of like the whole premise of this. If a criminal has, or if a criminal is going to shoot somebody and gets a gun, it's pretty easy for them to get it, even with and it's current gun laws. It's not going to be a legal, a legally acquired weapon. <laughs> that's the point. Like, the laws are there to prevent that. New law, like. Oh, your grandpa can't pass you down an AR-15. Like, I'm pretty sure if you have a good enough relationship with your grandpa that he's going to pass you down some guns, like, you're probably not the type of person that's going to go, like, kill people. 
with it. Yeah. You're going to use it for hunting because you actually have a family that if, loves you. It probably gets to the root of the problem here. If you have a family, like, if it's a family <laughs> thing, people are, like, responsibly told, like, how to handle a gun. You know, you go out and shoot it with your family. You They teach you how to chamber it, how to um, unload the clip, how to uh, do all of that. With how to gun. use a fully semi-automatic weapon. <laughs> fully <laughs> semi-automatic. Like one of my favorite Just like ever every handgun in America. <laughs> I don't even think there is a gun that's Revolvers. not semi-automatic. Yeah, even a revolver are. is semi-automatic. Well, shotguns are pumped. Some they are. have bolt-action rifles. But other yeah. handgun-wise, I don't... Which is crazy, because if you're using a bolt-action rifle, this is kind of getting a little grotesque. If you're using a bolt-action rifle, you're probably going to take a lot more aim and probably kill somebody instead of hurt somebody with that bolt-action rifle. Like, it just kind of... It doesn't make sense, like, the, the ideas that a semi-automatic... I guess quantity over quality in mm. that sense is what you're going for, but that also defeats the purpose. <laughs> the quality shots are going to get in if the, with the lesser gun. I don't know. Something to talk about, but I was talking about this. Austin, you'll find this funny. Mm-hmm. You know how many people were killed last year via guns? How many? 40,000. Okay. You know how many people were killed last year falling? Falling? Yeah. <laughs> like tripping and falling? <laughs> yeah. Wow. How many? 37,000. Oh my gosh. We need to outlaw. We need to ban falling. Right? Why well, isn't there activists about falling? Like, why don't we see, hear people talking about that? Yeah, it's, it's realistically, at the end of the day... I feel like that's probably... Um, Sorry, I'm eating. <laughs> That's probably um, mostly age-related, though. Probably. Like, you're not 22 and falling and dying. Well, and, and we all know that, like, heart disease is the leading cause of death in the United States. Um, we all know that motor vehicle deaths are very high in the United States, and it kind of just goes down that line, and it's like, at what point do you stop preventing people from being free like well, for certain things like I mean I, I think even if you just focus on like the act, the gun gun death statistics and like break that down I feel like for the most part most of the statistics that I've seen I mean you can pretty much wipe out like 60% of them just by taking away suicides um, which more than likely is going to happen whether or not they have a weapon and that's unfortunate um, and I think that that I feel like what we really need to focus on is like um is kind of like the mental health aspects. Of oh yeah, this. absolutely. Um, and I don't think there's necessarily a way to justifiably say like, oh, you can't buy a gun if you have mental health issues because I feel like that's too much of a gray line, a gray area. Yeah. Um, that can be used against people, um, that do deserve to own a gun. But um, I think realistically, if you look at it, the the problem that we have um comes down to like, I don't know. Well, it seems like everybody's trying to solve this problem in the wrong way. Yeah, yeah. And they're going after the guns in the first place, which is not something that you can do. Like, right. there's 30... It's, or like, 300 it's like trying to solve... Yeah. It's like trying to solve the DUI, or the DUI problem in New Mexico by taking away cars. <laughs> like, the, way, yeah. to, the yeah. way to solve it is by educating people on responsible drinking, responsible it's driving. a very good analogy. Um, you know, helping... Giving them outlets to, uh, you know... Um, do better, I guess, with, like, Uber and Lyft. Um, you know, I mean, it literally makes no financial sense to drink and drive. Like, it's, like, Uber costs, like, a little bit more than gas. Yeah. Like, I Ubered over to Brandon's house last night, and it cost me, like, $5, which is the minimum Uber ride. <laughs> so it's, like, I don't know. That's kind yeah. of dumb. It, it's but just crazy how people think that they can I, solve this problem. I was listening the to the, um, 
I was listening to a sheriff um, from somewhere down south in New Mexico. Yeah. Um, and he was talking on 770 the other day. And um, he was talking about how realistically in New Mexico, like, we have a, a huge mental health crisis here. And that's what we need to be focusing on with gun issues is, like, helping fix the root cause. Yeah. Not, not fixing, well, not, not taking away guns. Like, that's not the way to fix that. Well, and it just goes back to everyday life. How do you... You solve problems by going to the root cause in yeah. everything. Yeah. You don't just you don't just tape something up. Yeah. You got to take it apart, find the actual problem, yeah. put it back together, and then it's good again. Um, but in this case, I think everybody's going at the wrong way. We have 380 million guns in the United States. That's more than there are people. That's good. Then there's no way you're going to take away all those guns. You're just going to take away all the legal guns. That leaves about 200 right. million left. <laughs> like I don't I don't understand. Maybe not that high. Maybe I'm exaggerating. But at the end of the day, it's not a problem with the guns. It's a problem with the people. Right. What I think is weird is that's been kind of proven over and over um, with a lot of, like, Democratic cities and and Democrat-ran cities and stuff like that. Like, Chicago specifically. Like, they literally have the tightest gun laws in America and yet their gun their their murder rate has well is it is it's is it stagnated has it even declined no is it increasing <laughs> well and then you look at california too some yeah. of the strictest gun laws in the nation this story just came out like High 2 hours rate. ago uh, they discover a secret underground shooting range weapons and thousands of rounds of ammo in this guy's house in california he was a criminal he's not allowed to have a gun in the first place and in california you can't even really have a gun anyways but he had thousands of rounds of ammo, yeah. thousands of guns, um, and it just goes to show that the laws did not affect this guy. Just like we say with drugs, um, like even even when I went to college, even me, I didn't do any of these drugs or anything. But I could tell you who who had the means, and I could I could tell you the easiest way to go and get them. Like everybody well, knows. The other like, thing with a... the other thing with drugs is, I mean, first of all, drugs are illegal, um, <laughs> and yet they still exist, um, which is you know interesting. Yeah, shocker. Um, but I think like the way to fix that, like for instance, um, with with cigarettes, like they're looking at banning cigarettes. And I just saw an article that said Hawaii was going to age raise the age of um, being legal to buy cigarettes to a hundred years old because it's like super hard for um, for somebody to uh, or for a government to straight out ban them. But it's not that hard for them to just raise the age limit um, required to purchase. So um, effectively, they're trying to ban it. But I think the root cause of that is like helping people through addiction problems. Yeah. Um, and that's the same with drugs, same with cigarettes, same with, you know, like DUIs. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, it, it all comes down to addiction and, and mental health. And I think that's really where we need to focus our efforts. Well, and they've proven that every mass shooting has either been done by a terrorist organization or... Uh, somebody that back in the day when in insane asylums were a thing, they would have been clinically uh, committed to those yeah. insane, insane, insane asylums. So it goes back to the mental health thing. Like That's all it is. Um, the means to get the tools by which they commit these acts are pretty easy to do so with or without laws. So I think at the end of the day, it's the root cause and not... And I think it's a pretty yeah. easy argument. Like There's no argument against it. I think people are just using it as a way to get votes. And realistically... Right. That's why this subject even exists in the first place, in my opinion, is for one party or both parties, maybe it's both parties, to be able to um, combat each other on kind of 
on the surface issues, and it yeah. kind of makes it. It's more like a Instead talking of point. Actually, talking about the root causes mm-hmm. of both this. of them. Yeah. Well, it's not, the thing yeah. that frustrates me too is I feel like there's a lot of Republicans out there that just like flat out don't admit that there's a gun problem or a violence problem. Uh, problem. Problem. <laughs> problem. Or, you know, just, I mean, flat out ignore it or deny it or, um, you know, ignore facts or anything. And I think at the end of the day, like, there is uh, there is something that can be done. Um, well, and we, we don't want to be politically correct and attack the underlying, and attack the underlying issue, which is the mental health. Myth. Right. We got rid of insane asylums because we thought it was inhumane. We got rid of these... these uh, because, I mean, there's certain people that need to go to jail, and there's certain people that need to get help. That's the difference between the two. And I think uh, when it became politically incorrect to put people into an assa- or commit well, them, I think we've also that's probably, when we lost that. I, I think they've learned quite a bit about mental health in those yeah. you know, years as well. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, I don't think an insane asylum really no. anybody like... If that's you, true. If you think about it, like I think any sane person that was committed to an insane asylum would become, you know, mentally unstable pretty true. quickly. Um, so I think we've like learned a lot, but I yeah. think you know we need to start putting that into practice instead of trying to say like no mm-hmm. guns for anybody, i.e. no guns for good people. And that's probably where the root cause for comes. Mostly the victims. Yeah. yeah, that probably comes with like why everybody's just trying to fight on the surface battles because that's an easy fight. Yeah. Instead of going deeper, that's, like, a lot harder for you to do in your term limit or yeah. whatever. So maybe that's the problem. Maybe. But anyways, that's pretty much it. I was just talking about that this time. Uh-huh. That's way longer than all the other podcasts have been. <laughs> You're welcome. But there's a pretty good, uh, it's a pretty good subject. I don't think there's a whole lot to argue with. Really, on that side of things, I think the argument, like, realistically, if people are realistic about what's happening and not uh, kind of just saying talking points, I think yeah. if everybody gets real about it, they'll everybody understands, like, that anybody can get a gun and that the laws yeah. aren't going to change anything. Well, I think at the end of the day, the problem is that, like, I mean, it's, let's go deeper into a root cause. Like, I feel like it pretty yeah. much just goes down further to the fact that, like, everybody feels like they have the need to pretty much toe their party line. Yeah. Um, and I think that causes, you know, Republicans that just flat out have to de- want to deny every, you know, everything statistically. Yeah. Um, beca- and, you know, like, oh, I'm standing up for gun gun rights and stuff like that. And it's like, well, can we do that in a way that actually makes sense? Like, instead of just saying that none of this stuff is going on, because it is going on. Yeah. Let's say it is going on. Here's why. This is like our plan to fix that. And, yeah. and coming up with an actual solution to fix that. And that's what I think the challenge is for, um, for people on the Republican side. Um, yeah. And, you know, and then people on the Democratic side, uh, on the Democrat side, just like, I don't know. It's I, just another, yeah, it just seems like this in the same light, stop using it as yeah. a talking point. Right. And, and present. Well, and, and okay, um, it's really not going to have. It's not going to come down to legislation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember day. what it was, but I was listening to a podcast the other day, and um, they were. Oh, what were they talking about? Jeez, I shouldn't have brought this up without thinking it through first. It's <laughs> um, all right. I do that all the time now. Jeez. Oh boy. <laughs> On the spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can't think of it. Yeah, it. It, it really just comes down to everybody trying to use it as a... Uh, a scapegoat. Yeah, and not talking about real ways to solve the problem. Mm-hmm. And maybe the problem has nothing to do with guns in general. Maybe just look at 
other statistics like all over that relate to that same idea of mental health. Maybe that's the problem. And people just relate it to the one thing in gun control or whatever. And I wonder how many people will commit suicide by like driving a car into like a brick wall or something. Like like those things could possibly go on the same line or asphyxiating yeah like that kind of stuff maybe those are the same exact things as the suicide yeah i mean i I feel like at the end of the day i mean it it, it's super unfortunate and i think basically just the the fact of the matter is we just need to focus on um how to actually fix the problems and and that doesn't come down to i mean even even with suicide like helping fixing the problem of suicide doesn't come by confiscating guns because um, at the end of the day like it's it's still going to happen um, and basically I think that's what we need to be targeting is just you know helping people with uh, with yeah. mental health issues so. yeah that was a good one anybody got any last last things to say Brian I don't know <laughs> I think there's I there well there's a lot of I think there's some gu- gun violence that the only way for it to be prevented is active measures in arming the innocent side. Like, if you look at um, some instances where people have gone into churches or religious sanctuaries and killed people, that could purely be out of hate for that organization or, or, Mm -hmm. you know, you may not be able to tag a necessarily, yeah, there is something psychological wrong with someone who thinks it's okay to kill another person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But they could tell you, I did that out of hate. Like, I... Did it out of, you know, that sort of situation like that. And I, I think for instances of that sort, gun, gun banning guns or anything like that is not going to fix that situation. Well, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I think it, I and, think, I think it's twofold. I mean, it's a choice for right. everybody, but um, I think that, uh, like, my choice is going to be to carry weapons, um, right. you know. And that being said, I do think there are some laws that make sense. Like, I think it makes sense to be required to have a license to for concealed carry. Yeah. Um, I think right. I think the background checks that we already have in place for guns make sense. I think it's interesting how many people don't know that, though, and it's interesting, yeah. too, how, how many people have never bought a gun and think they know the whole process. Um, and I think, you know, for people like that, they should at least go and attempt to buy a weapon, get to the point where they're about to run your credit card and be like, oh, never mind, this was just a test. I wanted to see, you know, how? what I had to go through. Right. Because it's probably well, going to be the most strenuous background check you've ever gone through in your what life. What about, like, like at um, gun shows? It's not, like, I mean... It I've a seen couple, plenty of, like, at I've gun shows you can buy. Um, they're so, not legally allowed to sell it without a background check there either. Like, they have to do it, too. Yeah. I mean, I... I know I've I've seen a few instances where, like, someone walks up to the glass, like, oh, that's the gun I'm looking for. How much is it? $400. Here's $400. They give the gun. Yeah, I don't know. They're not allowed to. I mean, I I don't know. (laughs) If that's the case, then it just goes to prove the point that people don't follow the rules anyways. Right. Well, and if that that really is the case, then I think that that could potentially be something that we need to look at and say, hey, why don't we, you know, um, put the same background check requirements on gun show sales as we do on, um, you know, uh, uh, gun shop sales. Um, right. But I do think it's interesting that, you know, I, 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 that's something that I can't speak on because, like I said, I've never been to a gun right. show before. And I, But I think it's interesting how um, people that have never tried to purchase a gun try to speak on try the process to, yeah. of it. And they don't research it or anything, and they've never been through that process. And it, I'm not saying they necessarily have to go through the process to know about it, but it doesn't seem like they even research it because, yeah, like – it's insane how many people out there think that you pretty much just walk into a gun shop and say, I want that fully automatic 
Uh, yeah, you can't, that's not even I want that thing, fully automatic the, rifle. You're like, <laughs> which one? Yeah, I also think it's funny how many people think AR, the AR and AR-15 stands for assault rifle. Like, that's, it literally stands for Armalite. But, anyway, <laughs> that's, that's it's neither here nor there. Um, but I, I think at the end of the day, it comes down to everybody needs to be more educated. Um, people need to not talk about stuff that they are not educated about, or at least not make... Um, you know, sure statements about stuff mm-hmm. that they aren't aren't sure about, and it all comes um, down to experience, and and then just you know, uh, help. I guess just creating a dialogue to start helping the mm-hmm. mental health issues that we have. Right. Yeah. I think as there's a strong case to be made for guns. A stronger case, in my opinion, as to why uh, people do need them. Well, a pretty strong case would be that it's a constitutional right. Um, that one. I would say we could start there. <laughs> the one. Yeah. <laughs> It's uh, pretty much the main one that uh, we need to focus on. And there. then even on a practical matter, I mean, and if somebody's look, bringing you know, a gun thing, to your the house. The other thing about it, it, it's not a constitutional right to have a gun to go hunting. It is a constitutional right to arm yourself against threats, foreign and domestic, okay? Yeah, so yeah, let, exactly. let's talk about that. I, like, people don't, if when, when they're like, well, why do you need a semi-automatic assault rifle 15 that's fully <laughs> semi-automatic and could potentially kill 700 <laughs> people per minute. Um, and you you can, with a 190-round uh, clip mag, uh, <laughs> and it's like, it, but, I, yeah, I don't know. It's it's like you don't necessarily need that for hunting, but that's also not what the, what the Second Amendment yeah. is about. It's not a hunting it, amendment. It doesn't say you're allowed, it's you're it's allowed the right to bear arms so that you can hunt, because if that was the case, like, you know, a musket would probably be fine. Um, or a trap. But, I mean, it's or a for things or like a tyranny. cases nowadays. Um, and, and terrorism and, you know, other threats. I mean, if somebody... Hold our government yeah. accountable, too. Yeah, exactly. not take over. So, yeah, I think there's a lot of uh, things I, to yeah, do with this. I think in that case, I mean, my goal in life is uh, to get the uh, the certification needed so that I can have, you know, some fully automatic and suppressed weapons. I think that'd be freaking badass. The problem is I'm That's pretty sure you're... a lot sure of money, I heard. I, I heard I, it's like yeah, a good money, yeah. I, I think it's like over 10K just to basically go through the process. And then the guns are stupid expensive, too. Yeah. And but the, the other problem with that is then now you're on some uh, government watch list. Yeah. Um, yeah. But There's, like, and that just goes to show that there is enough laws... And, like, legislation already in place. Yeah. Like, you have to go and do all that in order to get those kind of certifications. Yeah. And you're watched. Anyways, that was a good episode. The Pit, episode seven. Guns, gun control. I think you had four times as many people on this episode as you did on any other episode. <laughs> yeah. Considering well, there was just three times, one. technically. They don't know that. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, cool, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. We're coming at you on another one pretty quickly here. Um, yeah, subscribe. Get anchor. Later. <laughs>